Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Hey, friends, it is me, and I am recording this podcast from a car, which is probably a wild place to report a record a podcast, but I am um, driving for many hours and so figured that I would actually put this time to use. So what I want to talk about today as I drive through beautiful California is how to get out of a funk. I think that we've all had experiences, moments, seasons of our lives where it feels like we're just a little bit in a funk. Maybe it just feels like nothing's really going your way. Maybe it feels like things are not exactly what you hoped for or expected. Maybe you're feeling just a little lost or aimless or frustrated. And I think these seasons are really important in our lives because one, they push us to really stop and think about who we are, where we're going, and our relationship with God. And at the same time, I think it can be really important for us to recognize um, that life has highs and it has lows, and there are going to be moments and times when we're really focused on something and really running towards something. And then there will be other times where we're just waiting to see what it is that God is calling us into and inviting us into. And I have seen throughout my life, and I'm sure if you look backwards on yours, you'll also see that it's typically in these moments and in these times where things feel a little bit funky, things feel a little bit confusing, that they're usually right before really incredible moments of breakthrough. Um, And so I think that's an important place to start. And that's actually my first piece of advice when we're thinking about getting out of a funk. And that is look backwards. It's so important for us to remember. I mean, we are people who doesn't remember anything. I don't remember anything. Um, I think a lot about uh, Exodus, which is one of my favorite books of the Bible. The Israelites were delivered from Egypt and they completely forgot about it. It was like every time they needed something, every time something wasn't going well, every time they were in a funk, they went right on back to worshiping idols and building statues and trying to create their own opportunities in their own lives because they kept forgetting the sovereignty of God and how close God was to them and how much God loved them and how God had delivered them. I mean, the Israelites were the chosen people and they still found themselves getting into funks all the time. And something that Moses was continually reminding them, he would constantly go back to the Israelites and say, don't you remember how God delivered us from Egypt? Don't you remember how he's provided for us by sending down manna from heaven every single day to the point that we're all eating and we're, we're satisfied. Do you remember how he has continued to guide you and lead you, brought water forth from the rock, has healed you of, um, of your sicknesses and your maladies? God is with us. But just like the Israelites, we oftentimes forget. And especially when we feel like we're in a funk, when things are not exactly going how we thought they were going to go, it can be really, really hard to remember. And so what I would recommend is take some time maybe go to adoration or go somewhere where it's quiet and where you can really focus on, um, on this project, but sit down and write down all of the times in the past when maybe you felt like you were in a funk, when you felt like things were, maybe you worked on a big project and it came to an end. I used to 
uh, compete in the Miss America organization. And I would spend months and months, almost a year preparing for Miss California every year. And then as soon as it was over, I felt so aimless because that was what was getting me up every morning. My preparation was the sole focus of my life. And so when the pageant was over, I didn't know what to do with my time or my money or anything or my freedom. And I think you know, oftentimes like you go through graduation, graduation is the same thing. All of a sudden you're like, where am I going? What am I doing? Um, or you're working on a big project at work and then you just feel a little bit aimless or listless and God wants to meet us there. And he wants to invite us to one, a deeper intimacy with him and a deeper knowledge of who he is. But two, he's often leading us and guiding us into the next adventure that he has planned for us and for our lives. And so whenever I sit down and I go back and I remember some of the crazy, crazy things I've gone through in my life and some of the wild, um, wild memories and moments, I can remember that God has always been there. And I can remember and write down what happened after those seasons of um, disappointment and those seasons of feeling like I was in a little bit of a funk. And so that's a great um, practice to pick up, to just remember all of the miracles that God has worked in your life and especially the miracles he's worked in those times when things felt really confusing and maybe you felt really lost. The second thing that's very helpful and something I've been doing a lot recently is um, praying in advance, praying, uh, thanking God in advance for, for doing something in this time. One of my favorite prayers, I'll often actually offer a decade of my rosary every day um, to thanking God in advance for what he's doing in my life and specifically what he's doing right now, even though I don't perceive it, because the reality is that God is always working. He's always preparing something for us. He's always with us. And I kind of think that oftentimes the way that God works is a bit like an iceberg where we can see the tip of the iceberg, but we can't always see the whole story and we can't see all the ways in which he's working and preparing us and preparing the people in our lives and preparing certain circumstances so that when we walk through those doors, when we enter into that new space and that new adventure, there will be things there already waiting for us because God has prepared them in advance. And so I love this practice. I love thanking God in advance because what it does is it allows me to recognize that God is with me. He is with me right now. He's with you right now. No matter what the season of your life looks like, he's with us and he's doing something for us and with us that we can't even perceive right now. You know, he's so much bigger than we are and his perspective is bigger and his powers are so much bigger. As my spiritual director has said again and again, God holds the whole world in his hands. And so when we take the time to thank him in advance, it's a way of reminding ourselves of who God is and what he's doing for us and that he's with us and he's for us and he wants our very best. So that's the second thing I'd say. The third way to kind of deal with being in a funk, because again, you can't force yourself out of a funk, but there are certain things you can do within the funk to um, increase your joy um, and help you remember that God is with you and close to you. And so the second thing I would encourage you to do is... um, serve other people. So getting out of ourselves, getting out of our heads is one of the best ways that we could ever remind ourselves of the value of, of what we have to bring to the world. Um, and so for example, when I was in New York, there were some really difficult times and I was really struggling, especially in the first few months I moved there and it took me a while, but then I finally realized that something, um, I was struggling with was that I, was so used to um, being 
a volunteer and working with other people and doing something in my community. And since moving to New York, I really hadn't been doing anything for anybody in terms of volunteering. And so I started to um, volunteer with the Sisters of Life and I would go to their house in Hell's Kitchen and I would just fold clothes and prepare meals and talk to the mothers and hang out with the sisters. And it truly changed so much of my life because I realized again, I was just, I just needed to be taken outside of myself because when I was sitting with my own thoughts and in my own head and, um, you know, ruminating on all these things that were stressing me out in my life, I wasn't able to see any sort of bigger picture. And as soon as I started working with the sisters, everything changed. And so maybe that's something to think about. A couple of weeks ago, I went and worked at our faith camp at my home parish, which is the faith camp I went to when I was a little kid. And I went to faith camp and was working there because again, I'm in this little season of early retirement and it was so much fun. I got to hang out with kids. I got to laugh. I got to, um, you know, watch as these children saying about Jesus and talked about the ways in which he was working in their lives. And I learned so much and felt so joyful. I was exhausted, but the whole experience was so joyful because I was getting to do something for somebody else. Um, And it was allowing me to recognize that I can use my gifts and my talents right here where I am. And I don't have to wait for an invitation or an opportunity um, to present itself. I can show up and serve where I'm needed. Um, As my friend Erica has said to me a lot recently, um, see a need, fill a need. Like, what do people need and how can I serve that? And how can I get outside of myself to remember that there are more there, there are more people in this world than me and the problems and frustrations I'm facing are valid and fine, but sitting in them all the time is just not going to serve me or other people. And the fourth and final recommendation I have, if you're in a funk, is make a joy list. I've talked about this a bunch of times on this podcast, but make a list of things that you can do that are going to make you joyful. Um, For me, for example, that's going for a run, going to an exercise class, singing, playing piano, playing guitar, um, doing a paint by number. You all know I love a paint by number. Um, Cooking, um, reading a book outside, calling a friend. I mean, there are so many things that we can do. Going for a hike. Like there are so many things we can do to increase our own joy. But sometimes when we're in a funk and when we're just frustrated and kind of down, it's hard to choose those things. And it's hard to remember, oh, what is it that I like to do? Or what is it that I want to be doing right now that's going to help me feel better? And so by keeping a list, I literally have a list in my notes on my phone to remind me that whenever I'm feeling down, all I have to do is pick up this list, pick something on the list and go and do it. And sometimes it takes a lot of energy to sit down and pick up a guitar or put my phone down and pick up a book. But usually it takes about three minutes for me to realize that this is exactly what I needed to be reminded of all of the opportunities and um, reasons that I can be joyful in my life. Okay, those are my four pieces of advice. Um, Look, I know being in a funk and going through a season where you're not exactly sure what's next, you're not exactly sure what's coming, it's hard and it's scary. And for anyone else who struggles with desiring control and wanting to have a plan and wanting to see exactly what's happening, I know it can be really overwhelming. But I really, really want to encourage all of us, myself included, to remember that we've been here before. If you are in a funk right now, you've probably been in a funk before. And if you're battling with anxiety or fear or stress, 
you've been here before. And all of these moments and all of these struggles are actually signals that point us back to Jesus and remind us that we are never going to be able to find our satisfaction or our purpose or our own um, joy in our plans and in what we can do as humans, right? We'll never be able to be satisfied in that. And we're only ever satisfied when we are close to Jesus, when we allow him to be the center of our lives, and when we say yes to the call that he has for us and for our lives. Last week, um, our priest at our parish gave a beautiful homily on vocation. And he talked a lot about how living our vocation is just saying yes to what God is calling us to do and how so many of us fight those vocations and we fight what he's asking us to do because it's not something that we want. And how the reality is that God knows us so much better than we know ourselves. And so if you're feeling like Jesus is inviting you to do something or say yes to something or say no to something that maybe doesn't make you feel very good, this could be the opportunity to say yes and to just allow the Lord to lead us, to allow him to say, trust me, I know you, I love you, and I want the best for you. And allow him to want the best for us, allow him to give us the best. And in doing so, I promise that step by step, day by day, moment by moment, we will find ourselves free from all these things that weigh us down, from our worries and our fears and our anxieties. These things will fall away the closer we get to God, the more we pursue him, the more we fix our eyes on him. Okay, that's it for today. Know of my prayers, please pray for me. And I am so grateful to have had this lovely chat with y'all on my road trip. Thanks for keeping me company. All right, get back to work. I love you all. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, Whatever you want to do, sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye. Bye.